0: think that it just came from this like internal drive that I wanted to do something and it didn't matter what I knew or what I didn't I was gonna figure it out and in some cases it just took a little bit longer but yeah it was really just over a period of time and passion and and being driven to to learn whatever I needed to.
1: Hello beauty yes you join me host Joyce Platon as I chat with today's beauty wellness and lifestyle visionaries. Let's discover their motivating journey together as I merge my love for the art and my passion in revealing one's true inner beauty. Hey there, Joyce Baton here, and welcome to Hello Beauty. Today's special guest is Kaylee Brot. Kaylee is the founder of Awa Haircare. Awa is the first of its kind water activated hair care with naturally derived powders. Welcome to Hello Beauty, Kaylee. Thank you. Thank you for having me so excited I mean off cam, we have been chatting already and I feel like we have so many things in common I love your personality and I can't wait to share that to my listeners and viewers yeah I can't wait to share it either <laughs> <laughs> so talk to me how you got here not like how like you're here but <laughs> yeah because that, that's another story I know it's well, a yeah. LA thing right I took yeah. the 405 and the 10
0: <laughs> yeah so I um, I actually had the idea for our in April 2016. Mm. So over three years ago, um, at the time I was living in LA, I was working for an early stage startup, and I was traveling constantly. And they were like, you know, two to three day trips, taking my carry on baggage, you don't want to check a bag through LAX, as you know, that is the worst thing, especially if you're doing it multiple times um, a month. And so I really had my kind of like travel set of things that I had with me that I would always take. And I had like this personal care kit and like everything that I needed. But my hair care was always running out. And honestly, I would just buy like last minute whatever I could find at Target. And it was nothing I liked. And I always paid more than I wanted to for it. And I had tried like some alternatives like shampoo bars and those refillable bottles, but they always explode. Mm-hmm. So I just felt like there had to be something better in hair care. Um, and so I was thinking like, okay, I really still want my liquid product, but it may be delivered to me in a different way. And that's where the concept for AWA really came from, was like if we could have the same product delivered to us differently, what would that look like? Um, and I really started digging into formulations and, and looking at what our products were made of. And so aside from this travel aspect, which led me to discover that liquid shampoo is 80% water on average.
1: Oh, crazy.
0: That's when I felt like, okay, now I have to do something. So I just kept digging through um, formulations for hair care and just seeing so much was made up of mostly water, other solvents. And it wasn't like 50%. It was like 80, 90%. I've seen hair gel formulas with 95% water. So I was just like, like something should be done here and no one was doing anything so that's really what motivated me
1: and at this point you were still working at your daytime job that startup I was. company
0: I was <laughs> and I went back and forth from that um a couple of times actually throughout developing AWA and trying to go full-time
1: and trying to go full-time with AWA yeah yeah, yeah. So talk to me about that moment when you decided to take that switch and going full time and what were your resources? Did you have a mentor Did you save up? Were you working nights and, you know, weekends?
0: Yeah. Um, I think working for a startup, I was kind of used to overworking, you know, Uh Um, and I've always been somewhat entrepreneurial and always felt like I wanted to do my own thing. So when I had the idea, I immediately started working on it nights and weekends and very quickly like realized there was so much to learn um, and so much more that I didn't know about running a business that I really felt like it wasn't something that was feasible part-time if I was really going to do it. So um, it was actually three years ago this month, three years ago in October. So October 2016, I was living in LA. I quit my job. I decided to go back to grad school and get my master's. Um, and I like packed up my car, sold whatever I could and drove across country. Um, in terms of resources, I literally had none at this point. (laughs) So probably wasn't the best idea. And I always tell everyone, like, don't quit your day job until you're really ready. Um, and I try to mentor people because I've, I've talked to so many people that are in these early stages and it is just like not the best thing to do to quit your job right away like definitely have a plan. Um, Me, I was just very like, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna make it happen. Um, But I did end up going back to my job, not once, but twice. Oh, good (laughs) thing
1: they were very welcoming.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think there was a mutual understanding that like they wanted me to do this thing, but they also were happy to have me there. Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, okay. Um, But yeah, I I always envisioned it being something full time. I never wanted it to just be like a side hustle. I had a very big idea um, for the brand and for the company and where it could go. And it wasn't something that was going to be just a side project for me.
1: Mm -hmm. So how much of it is something that you thought it would be? Um, It's definitely getting
0: there. I mean, it's, it's funny because I think when you have an idea for something you see brands launching Mm -hmm. almost weekly now probably probably more than that (laughs) um but you just think it's gonna be so much easier than it is in terms of timeline so that was the biggest thing for me is every time i thought we were gonna launch it was like still months out in some cases i thought we were gonna launch like a year early but um yeah it, it wasn't at all what i thought it was going to be in terms of getting the product to market the behind the scenes, the product development, that was kind of my background. That's where I came from. Um, the chemistry, like I knew all of that and what that was going to take. I just didn't realize how long it was going to take to
1: actually get the product into people's hands. Mm -hmm. So how did you learn all of this? Is it just, you know, by going through it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think by going through it, I also, um, because I had worked at a startup before, And I had worked on product development and um, kind of getting this concept to final product stage, but I thought, you know, in the beauty world, it would move much, much faster and it didn't. Um, I really think that it just came from this, like, internal drive that I wanted to do something and it didn't matter what I knew or what I didn't, I was gonna figure it out. And in some cases, it just took a little bit longer. But yeah, it was really just over a period of time and passion and and being driven to to learn whatever I needed to.
1: That's amazing. So looking at your brand, so I have it here. Um, it's yes. spelled O W A, but it's actually pronounced Awa. Awa. Yeah. yeah. What does it mean and what does it stand for and what is it? What's the philosophy behind it?
0: So Awa actually stands for Out of This World Amazing. Um, The whole concept is actually to not just think like out of the box, Mm -hmm. right? We hear like, oh, think out of the box, you know, Um, I really want to think like beyond that. It's really pushing boundaries, not only what we can think of, um, but what is next? What's Mm -hmm. the future hold? What is coming? um, And kind of like this crazy concept to sum it up is like, what are we going to pack in our bag to take to the moon for the weekend? You know what I mean? Like, really, what are we we seeing in the future of um, not only hair care, but beauty and
1: personal care products as well? Yeah, I love it. It's actually the first of its kind um, (laughs) powder form uh, hair care. And I've received it on Wednesday and since then I've been using it. I've been obsessed. And I always thought that I had dry hair. I mean, the thing is when my hair is all dried up, you know, after blow drying it, it's not dry, but while shampooing it, I'm like, why does it? why does my feel my hair feel dry? Yeah. And we talked about it. Probably like the ingredients and the solvents stripping out like my natural hair and all its, you know, nutrition. Yeah. But using yours, like I actually didn't even use conditioner after and I yeah. haven't been using conditioner for three days and I ha- I don't even know when the last time I did that. <laughs> yeah. So I-, I love that. It's in that sense. And I feel like you also use so little product for yeah. you to actually get what you need.
0: Yeah, exactly and the whole concept behind that was when I was going through the product development process, I I was looking at formulations for liquid shampoos. And then I also looked at things like, you know, the powdered face washes, um, but a lot of those are exfoliating and yes. I didn't want exfoliating. Um, and I also looked at like shampoo bar formulas, but with the shampoo bars, a lot of them still do use sulfates. Yeah. And um, even for the ones that didn't, there were like these heavy waxes and butters and things that if you have fine hair, um, really weigh down your hair and can also like while you're cleaning it make it feel more dirty. Yeah. Um so I really just kind of took a step back and thought, okay, what does what do we need shampoo to do? And what ingredients are gonna make that happen. Instead of looking at what everyone else was doing or had done, I just kind of like threw it all out and just really looked at like, okay, shampoo needs to wash your hair, yeah. <laughs> but it also needs to be conditioning, it needs to smell good, it needs to have the lather but also be uh, easy to rinse and detangling all these concepts. And I was like, okay, well, let's find ingredients that can do these together and do them well and really limit the ingredient list. So if you'll notice the fragrance formula is only 11 ingredients Mm -hmm. and the scented is, or the unscented is 10. So it's a very short ingredient list. It's literally like just what you need. And as you're saying, like you need a very little amount. So that small bottle is actually the equivalent of four eight ounce bottles of liquid shampoo. Yeah. Yeah, So
1: that's a lot of product. (laughs) Yeah, saves you money, good for the environment, all the good stuff. Yeah. That's so cool. And so how is AWA leading the clean beauty and environmental sustainability movement?
0: Yeah. So, you know, what's interesting is I think, especially as consumers, because I'm a consumer first, right? Um, I really noticed that, from my background, being looking at chemical engineering mm-hmm. and the entire supply chain, I noticed that a lot of brands were focusing on one piece. So In what sense? Like, okay, this brand's going to do sustainable packaging mm-hmm. or no packaging, but there's no such thing as no packaging, right? Yeah. Like you're always either putting it in a bag, it um, had to be in packaging to be transported there, and all these things that consumers weren't seeing that I felt like brands weren't being transparent with. Um, and there's also things like the water consumption, energy consumption, weight. So like a lot of times um, glass is a good option for a lot of brands, but it's also heavier to ship. So mm-hmm. you have to consider the weight that is being transported as well.
1: And glass is kind of more dangerous in the bathroom.
0: <laughs> yeah. Glass
1: does not work well in the shower, <laughs> although people have requested it. and I'm Yeah. Like, oh, but no. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's an also nice, but it's just very risky.
0: Yeah. And personally I've traveled with glass things too and I always break them I am like the worst if there's glass I'll break it I break (laughs) glasses all the time and I don't I swear I look at them and they just like jump (laughs) off the counter I'm like there's just another one (laughs) like I think Crate and Barrel knows me very well because I go in there and they're like just one and they're like I'm like yeah they're like did you break it I'm like yep no
1: you should just like ask for I don't know the thing that you need from the outside of the store (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah um so anyway, so I, I, the way that I'm approaching sustainability and clean is actually looking at the entire supply chain of that ingredient, that packaging, where is it coming from? How is it sourced? How is it processed? Like all of these things that industry hasn't really been able to communicate well to consumers. Mm-hmm. And I think we have a huge opportunity to do that because we are the first waterless haircare brand. And by, by being able to do this waterless movement, we also need to talk about like, yeah, there's water used in cleaning, right? So like nothing is completely waterless. You're using water in the shower, but we're not transporting water. Um, and we're using a lot less fuel to transport and our ingredients. We're looking at biodegradability and these other things like what happens after your product goes down the drain and we're seeing a lot of that um you know the microplastics. no one ever thought that their micro beads in their face wash oh was gosh, polluting yeah. the environment uh-huh. so i think it's really important for us as a brand to consider that entire holistic view on a product and not just focus on one thing and make it a marketing play mm-hmm. like we really want to change the industry
1: our hair care is free of water um, animal derived um, ingredients, yep. fillers, and it's paraben free, and all the like, and yeah. also solvents such as ethanol. Yeah, why should we avoid ethanol in our hair care?
0: So ethanol and a lot of these other alcohols that we see are actually um, commonly used as propellants. So think of your hairspray, for example. um One, the only one that's really gotten any recognition as like, oh, this is bad, is the fluorocarbons, um, and you'll see like fluorocarbon free on your um, hairspray, like aerosols sometimes, but things like ethanol still pollute the environment. Um, And a lot of people don't know that indoor air quality is actually most of the time worse than outdoor air quality. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's very interesting that we have all of these products that we've had sitting on our shelves for so years that so many years that are off gassing and actually polluting our indoor environment as well. So staying away from those type of things that aren't always necessary is a really good way to detox your bathroom, um, but also your home. So even for like your cleaning products like using things like water and vinegar mix um, there's also like a new company Blue Lind. i don't know if you've seen them but same concept no, to they're like these little tablets
1: oh yeah. and
0: they ship you bottles one time and you just keep buying tablets and you fill it with hot water and it forms oh, your cool. cleaning
1: solution i've seen um tablets for like mouthwash though. yeah like the, yeah exactly
0: so like same concept because you know mouthwash is yeah. traditionally mostly mm-hmm. an alcohol yeah and it's alcohol and water but we don't really need to be using it in the way um that we have traditionally so i think with innovations in raw materials we can actually get away from this so some things that we're working on like behind the scenes are actually styling products that don't need to use any of these that would like
1: essentially replace your hairspray oh cool yeah. that's really interesting and exciting because i have a previous guest that was wishing she's like i wish there are hair professional hair care products or hair products that i could use for styling that are Clean and good for the environment and yeah. good for my hair at the same time. Yeah. So I'll definitely let her know about you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I was about to say, I was about to ask that Awa is also planning to venture into professional styling products. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think what's really interesting in the clean space, especially in hair care, um, we've seen solid formats with shampoo bars, conditioner bars, um, but no one's really ventured into solid styling products. Um, you know, there's always been like pomade sticks, yes. um, but like things like hairspray, what, what is going to be our alternative to that? What about like a mousse? They're always in an aerosol can. Mm-hmm. And I tried to stop buying aerosols like a couple years back. And mousse is like the one thing that I really, really miss. <laughs> <laughs> like I was, I like used it every, every time after I got out of the shower and then I'd just like keep putting more mousse in my hair. Like every time I was like, oh, just a little bit more mousse. I loved mousse. And that's something that i've really missed and i i feel like part of our brand is to not be compromising what we expect from our products um i think clean and natural and organic and all these terms that we want to use have come a very far way in the past couple of years but we're there's still areas where we're compromising so we want to touch on those and i think styling is a big 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 opportunity for us um because even if you are you like the shampoo, and conditioner bars, and you found one that works for you. Um, we're offering something that those brands don't.
1: Mm-hmm. And I love how it's water free because yeah. I think just having water in products also increases the risk of like bacteria and then lessens its shelf life. Yeah, exactly. And- yeah, we're not trying to stabilize any liquid
0: format. That's mostly water on a shelf for a two plus years. So it's definitely. Um, a much safer, cleaner formula in that sense
1: as well. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about your branding and yes. how did you come up with it? And I've seen, for those that um, haven't seen it yet, you can check out their Instagram and their website. Uh, they have beautiful images. And what inspired you with these images and yeah. the direction that you were going for?
0: Yeah, so it's funny because I I felt like with the brand, I wanted it to be futuristic, mm-hmm. but I wanted it to be really tangible. So something that you felt like you could achieve in your own home, you know, you see like these homes of the future and you're like, OK, well, mine doesn't look like that. So like I'm not even going to try. Um, And I still wanted it to be somewhat sustainable, um, but I didn't want it to be like bamboo and green and like, you know, I wanted it to still be a clean brand, but not feel like we were just like another clean brand. So I really like I mean, I looked at nasa actually has like a whole gallery of space images you can download but i looked at like color texture um i wanted to keep it neutral in a sense but the colors i was using i wanted to be like not too iridescent because i feel like everybody does iridescent so i was playing with more like um, silver metallics and like cooler tones um and all of our colors are actually like based on clays So if you've ever seen a blue clay, it's very similar to our blue. Um, Same with like some other tones that we're playing around with for new lines. Um, Same thing, like they're very like clay based, natural looking, but also like kind of fun and can be futuristic when paired with like these metallic-y tones. So um, I really wanted that and I wanted it to look more like high fashion than beauty Mm -hmm. because I just wanted it to be something that you you looked at and you're just like ooh, like that's what it's gonna look like in 20 years from now too you know what i mean timeless
1: and clean yeah yeah. and good for whatever age whatever style yeah exactly i'm very
0: gender neutral and yeah i mean like my grandma uses it but Mm -hmm. also my 19 year old little brother uses it so it's (laughs) like i had to make a brand that really spoke to
1: everyone in some way yeah, it's like, okay, this is just not for, like, a certain demographic or a yeah. certain type of individual. Yeah. No, I love it. And even this type of packaging, I love how it comes with, uh, what would you call this, instead of um, your usual boxes yeah. this or even like just our... a standalone product. I yeah. love how it Comes with this,
0: yeah. That's like um, that's like our travel too. We call yeah. it um, because I actually use it when I travel and I put like makeup brushes,
1: my phone oh, yeah, cord. Right. Like yeah,
0: you can put anything in there. It, it feels anything very
1: sturdy. It is. Is yeah. it recyclable materials? Yeah,
0: and so it, that's actually made with forty percent. We're trying to find someone that'll do more, but forty percent is like standard. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's made with forty percent recycled material, and it's a hundred percent paper, so it's fully recyclable. Um, but we also want to make it sturdy so kind of like going back to what happens behind the scenes when they ship bottles of shampoo they actually put cardboard in between each individual mm-hmm. bottle and then cardboard in between the layers you just have all this extra packaging and although we don't see it on the shelf um, it's still there yeah so that's what I was talking about like for us we can just put these um, like right next to each other we don't need anything any extra cardboard or anything in between yeah so it's a lot less packaging behind the scenes so we're kind of making like a reusable packaging in that sense that it's something that the consumers get it's not just tossed and we have control of like what happens to
1: it right that's true yeah yeah because I've seen some boxes um you know whether it be fragrance some other cosmetics or um you know body brands yeah inside the box inside the packaging there's even more like little cardboards to kind of make the product itself fit properly
0: yep yeah they kind of like make it look bigger some of it is like but if you have glass you need like extra packaging in there too and that's another thing like we we need to look at the whole picture when we look at how we're transporting goods, what materials we're using. And again, just like you're saying, that extra packaging, sometimes there's foam with the glass, you mm-hmm. know. So we really need to consider not just like, OK, this is plastic, this is glass, this is aluminum. But look at the entire, entire picture.
1: Yes. Yeah. So as... A- an entrepreneur uh how do you stay sane and i know that you know coming up with a business and like what we talk about even just coming up with a name is like so hard it's even worse than coming up with like a child's name yeah
0: it really is
1: (laughs) (laughs) how do you keep yourself sane and balanced throughout this whole project and venture of yours
0: yeah i think um the most important thing if you're going to start a business is like you really need to be passionate about it because you are going to go through things you cannot even imagine Um, And one thing that has always been good for me is like being able to change my mindset about something. I think I've always been pretty optimistic when it comes to problems and I don't dwell on them. Um, I make sure that I approach it with how can we solve this and what can we do to move forward? And that's how I approach like most situations in my life. Um, But being able to like flip that switch and control your emotions and, and be able to know how you handle situations. It's not only like a professional thing. It's like how you speak to other people, right? Um, That is something that even when I need a break, I can turn on that and just be like, okay, I'm going to take 15 minutes to just clear my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes I'll just go for a walk even. Um, Sometimes I'll like, okay, I need a different working environment today because I'm getting really stressed out sitting, working from home or working in an airport I'll literally go to like a different part of the airport sometimes I'm like okay I just need to breathe um but being able to really just like tap out for a couple of minutes and and clear your mind which honestly a few years ago I couldn't I would get so stressed about something and you know in the middle of the day when you're approached with a problem it's not like if you're in an airport on a flight or you know in a meeting you can't like go out and go for a run and like go to soul cycle or something you really have to be able to just like okay like even 30 seconds like okay breathe for a second tune everyone out and then like come back to it you know and it's it really takes a lot of like training I feel like but it's so important to be able to to have that ability to like turn on and off like certain parts of your brain I feel like to yeah control it. your but, emotions
1: yeah. that's very difficult I do yeah. get I do understand where you're coming from yeah because sometimes at that moment when you do want to respond in an angry manner through yeah. email you're just like okay let me just you know give it five minutes do something else and yeah. then you actually find yourself calming down and you even forget about why you're angry
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and it's the same way it's with stress it's I mean, especially now we're all so connected, right? You Mm -hmm. can get a text message and not even mean to look at it and like look, you know, just look down and be like, and then you're like, nope, I need to focus on this, you know, like don't think about that for a couple of minutes. So I think honestly, just, just learning how to do that. And um, I think it's really like knowing yourself and like hearing yourself and knowing what works for you.
1: Yeah. So. It's like staying in touch with yourself. Like you would like we said, if you know that certain things are trigger that trigger you, yeah. you should at least know, like, okay, you need to avoid that or just know how to handle it. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I think also like it's a big thing when you're hiring too. Like we're starting to hire full time employees. We're starting to, you know, bring on more investors. There's there's so much there that like surrounding your with people that you want to be around and you want to grow the business with you and you want to be paid off when the business does well right like these are all things to consider so how you interact with those people is really important
1: yeah so speaking of investors yeah talk to me about um, your style in winning an investor over it's honestly it's been
0: more organic than I ever imagined it would be um I like one of my investors I met because I was washing my hands in a bathroom like I can't even make up these stories. I was washing my hands in the bathroom and just started speaking to this lady in the bathroom and she introduced me to her friend that she was there with. And then a week later, um, I got an email that was like, oh, my friend uh, was speaking very highly of your company. I'm an investor in San Francisco would like love to talk to you. You have an amazing concept. Oh. And this was coming from someone who um, had a lot of experience in the personal care business. So they were just like, we had never heard him talk highly of any new brand. And I was like, okay, great. Oh, wow. So yeah. it was just so organic. And um, really for me, it's it's about chemistry. Um, our first investor was actually, my university has a venture fund. Mm-hmm. So they invested in us first and that was able to get us going. Um, but since then, it's really been about chemistry and the way that I connect with people. And I think it is so important because there's going to going to be very hard times. Like at some point, you're probably going to have to ask for more money. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to tell bad news. Um, like we thought we were going to launch in January and we launched in June, you know? So yeah. these types of things, you have to be able to communicate and have people that understand you and ultimately have the same end goal for the business that you do.
1: Yeah, same same interests and they know that they're looking out for you. The best way that they can. Exactly. Yeah. So how do you bring in a sense like not, quote unquote, but like, yeah, quote unquote, bad news to your (laughs) investors if, you know, production is lagging or not on schedule?
0: Um, Honestly, I I always try to do a call or like a video chat. Mm Um, but I think it's important to let them know sooner rather than later, mm-hmm. be very upfront. And I think I take that in my personal life too. Like if something's not going well, I just like let everybody know up front. Um, but I think really just being so honest and transparent. And I think too, like that's one of the reasons that they invested in AWA and ultimately in me as well is because I was very honest and very, um, transparent and like let them know my plans up front, but also let them know like hey, this might be a challenge, this might be a challenge, this has never been done before, so we could run into issues here. Um, and just being, and just talking about it, you know? I never wanna feel like I'm keeping something from someone that has put so much faith in me and also <laughs> capital. <laughs> but it's yeah. it's really important to just be honest with them, yeah.
1: Yeah, during the day of like your investor pitch, what was probably, I don't know, you don't have to divulge everything, of course, <laughs> but like, was there one challenging question that you could share that could help out other people that are, you know, probably interested in starting their own business and it could help them out in, you know, yeah. presenting themselves to investors?
0: I think, you know, when I first started, especially because my background and I think entrepreneurs are coming from everywhere, it's not just MBAs from Harvard or Stanford or columbia um we're coming from all walks of life yeah um and we all have different experiences so i think one of the things that was a challenge for me was i had the idea for like a water activated shampoo right and i didn't know how to pitch a business i kept pitching a product Mm -hmm. so everyone was like well like what's your long-term strategy and i like really i just had this idea you know and i wanted to do a hair care line but i kept i realized i kept building my pitch around like one product idea when i should have been building it around the business idea so i think very for very early entrepreneurs you need to have a bigger picture view um, especially if you're planning on pitching to vc they're going to want to see a business that is going to result in like a multi-million dollar
1: mm-hmm. payout that they can scale
0: yeah so if you're going to them with a single concept for a product they're like that sounds cool But Mm -hmm. like, we're not going to invest this much capital in it because we want a five to 10x return, right? Mm -hmm. So you really have to think like who you're pitching to, maybe start with friends and family, and maybe don't quit your day job (laughs) and fund it yourself for a little bit. Um, There's so many competitions now as well, and like women's grant programs, if you're a female founder, um, where you can get five to $10,000 just to like get your concept, like really like physical good physical product or like build out some sort of model if it's software you know there there's really good ways to to take advantage of those type of programs now um which i felt like was even more difficult three years ago so i think that's an opportunity as well just to look at those and and take that and really prove out your concept before you go for the bigger dollars you know
1: okay that's amazing yeah. very helpful yeah Here at Hello Beauty, we have a philosophy and it's say hello to the beauty in you. What advice can you give to those who are trying to discover their beauty within?
0: Yes, I think honestly, my biggest thing is to take my alone time and think about what I really want and who I want to be and like what I want to be remembered for. And that is really like self-centering and then makes me realize like, little things that i can do to help other people because that's what makes me feel best so i always feel like just like self-reflection taking time for yourself and realizing what you want and like who you want to be right Mm. um and then it just kind of radiates like every time i meet people like oh this is so helpful and it's like that's because i want to be helpful and i take i'm take and make the time and as an entrepreneur you know Mm. like it's very hard to find free time. But I make sure I allocate time to like giving back to people. Um, And I think that's just part of who I am and who I
1: wanted to be. And that like really helps radiate my inner beauty. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, just being helpful. It's like the giving back the feeling of it. It's just nothing can compare to that. No,
0: exactly. And that's like part of what I've always wanted to do. Even with Awa, like, we want to have a give back part of our brand. And like, I we did a charity event very early on, which oh, I cool. thought was super cool. Um, and that just felt so good. I was like, yeah, I want to be able to use this brand for for those type of things too, which again have like more of an impact in the long term.
1: Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, yeah. talk to me about your makeup, hair, and makeup makeup <laughs> hair and you know body routine include products.
0: Yeah. Um, I. So, I am like super minimal mm-hmm. and like with my clothes, hair, makeup, skincare, everything. Um, I recently in the past year started using retinol, which I love. Mm-hmm. So, skincare retinol is a must. Right now, I'm using the ordinary one actually um, at 1%, which is a lot because I started at like <laughs> half percent um, and I love it. Um, and I actually really love this moisturizer by Elginus, it's like their anti aging moisturizer. Mm-hmm. And I only buy it when they have 25% off on their site because it's like $112 yeah. a, like little jar. Yeah. But it's life-changing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for makeup, I really love the Elginist. They have like these green drops. I use them all the time. Milk Makeup Foundation Pen. It's like really a tinted moisturizer, but it has SPF. Yeah. So that's super important because I like to keep my steps minimal. So I always try to find um, something that's going to cover my face, like a tinted moisturizer with SPF in it. My face powder is also super goop, has SPF in it. I'm super big on that. Um, And yeah, I mean, really minimal makeup. Like, it's different every day if I have to leave the apartment. (laughs) And then my hair, of course, I use Awa. (laughs) And um, I use Olaplex like once a week, number three. If you have processed hair, it's a lifesaver. Um, And for styling, I really don't use that much. I've actually been testing formulations on myself. So I always say that my hair is like some sort of experiment always. So some days when I know I get compliments that it looks good, I'm like, okay, mark that down because that product's working. (laughs) But um, yeah, it's pretty all over the place depending on what I'm trying to do that's so
1: funny yeah. yeah but i mean little things that you just what works for you you yeah. just stick to it you oh, know? Yeah. i mean there's just so many products out in the market that it's, it's hard to pick even it's for so me hard. as a makeup artist like i i don't know anymore i can't keep up with all the new brands yeah people ask me have you tried this have you tried that brand i'm like honestly no because mm-hmm. i'm not even done with my own like yeah. current set yet
0: yeah i think that's so important too is like i i've really been trying to use up what i already have and i'm sure you get samples i get samples mm-hmm. so like my mom, my grandma, my friends have really been benefiting. Yeah, from definitely. Because um, I'm like, I only, I only have one one face. Mm-hmm. Like I only have one body. I can only use so much product.
1: Yeah, so, and, and when you find that one thing that works for you, just stick to it. Oh yeah. Even if you have to pay for it. I mean, who cares? Oh right? yeah, know. I I, pay, I spend a lot. Yeah. On,
0: I sometimes I fall for the like, okay, I have to try that face mask. I'm a face mask junkie. I've like tried every face mask.
1: What is your current favorite one?
0: I'm using the Alive one. I love Alginus, if you mm-hmm. haven't noticed, but, um, and it actually goes on blue. And then because the pH of your skin is more acidic, it turns pink.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fun. Yeah, those yeah. are fun. I love those colored, like Mask. Yeah. Even the charcoal I did one time, it's like my whole face looked crazy. <laughs> but it's fun. I mean, it works, especially yeah. for um, because I have an oily skin type. Yeah. So yeah. it definitely works for me that you know to kind of es- extract all those oils and yeah. unnecessary dirt. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I try to like do a workout class, do a face mask, and that's like my time. You know.
1: Oh, what's your favorite workout?
0: I love doing. There's like these competitive spin classes called Pursuit at Equinox. Oh. Favorite. I think they're similar to Flywheel, but I've never yeah, been yeah. to Flywheel. But yeah, it's like a video game. It's kind of like the Wii Fit. Do you remember the Wii Fit? Yes, yes. It's kind of like that. Oh, that's adults. interesting.
1: <laughs> but it's fun. That's amazing. Yeah. So what is something exciting in store for you and or our hair care?
0: Um, I'm honestly so excited to release like an entire line of products. So as you know, you're using the hair wash. Um, it is our first product and it's just a shampoo. So we're working on a conditioner. Um, And then we're working on some really exciting styling products, things that, again, haven't been done before because no one's played with this powder format um, in styling for hair care. So, um, we're coming out with some really cool stuff, things that you haven't seen in haircare before. And honestly, I'm just, I love, again, I'm a product junkie. I love products and I love trying new things. So I'm really excited to be able to share what I've been working on with everyone. Oh, that's exciting. We'll yeah. definitely keep the lookout for that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what are your social channels and where can they find you?
0: Um, AWA is at OWA haircare is how you spell it. Um, it's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're all the
1: same across the board. Thank you so much for spending time with us today, Kaylee. I had so much fun talking to you. Thank you.